0: You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Mulder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. Well, today I want to minister a message, the light of the gospel. The light of the gospel. Family, this is a light that brings life. I started by saying the greatest ministry of any church is to experience God. Not only to experience God, but to go to others and to tell them that they can experience God. Many people believe that they can experience God, but they don't experience God. Jesus came to this earth to die for you and to die for me so that we can experience God. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of John chapter 1 verse 4. The Bible says, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Family, Jesus is this light that came to the earth. It's a light that wants to expel all shades of darkness in your life. Not a light that will harm you or hurt you, but a light that is here to help you. Look at what verse 7 says. This man came for a witness to be witness of the light that all through him might believe. He was not the light but was sent to be witness of the light. That was the true light which gives light to every man coming into the world. Family, every person on this planet should experience the light of God. The Bible teaches us John was not the light. He was the forerunner. He told everybody about the light. But he said, there's one coming after me. He is the true light. Jesus wants you to experience this true light. What does it mean that the light was the light of men? Well, if I may use this example, I love watching forged in fire. Maybe you've seen it. It's where they make swords and knives. I don't own any of those knives, but it's very interesting for me always to see how they make it. How they take metal, and sometimes it's different kinds of metal, and fire. And the metal is forged in the fire. And if I can explain the light of men. When you put the metal in the fire and you add some oxygen and and It stays in long enough. There's a time where that metal is full of the fire and the fire is in the metal. It's almost like they've become one. That's what God wants to do. He's light. He's fire on the inside of you, becoming one with you. His ability becoming your ability. Can you see the need for a living church where the Lord is come and He's lit that candle, where the fire that's burning in that church is God Himself? The challenge that we sit with in the church today is there's too much of the world in the church. We're inviting the world into the church. Remember, Nebuchadnezzar, he didn't mind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego serving Jehovah. He just wanted them To bow the knee to him and his idol. This is the problem. This is what we hear people saying. Let's invite the world into the church. So that we can win them. But when I look at scripture. Jesus gave his disciples instruction. And he said, wait until you've received power. Then go out and go minister, get the people saved. We are to go into the world and let our lights shine, a world that's full of darkness, to be hope for that world, to show them a more excellent way. Family, every person needs an encounter like Moses with a burning bush. Remember, it took God 40 years to get Egypt out of Moses. It took God 40 years to prepare him to get Egypt out of him. He grew up in the courts of Pharaoh. He was being trained to be a ruler, to be a God. He gave instruction. He could say what he wanted. God took 40 years to prepare him to become a deliverer for his people. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Exodus chapter 3. One thing that I've realized and seen, that if you're truly going to be used by God, you're going to have to have a burning bush experience. It's not something that's going to harm you or hurt you, but it's something that's going to prepare you, empower you, strengthen you, so that you can go out and do what you have to do. Exodus 3 verse 1, now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the back of the desert. Sometimes in your life, you can feel like you're in the back of the desert. Not only in the desert, in the back of the desert. It feels like what you are busy with has got no meaning. It's insignificant. But family, I want to tell you, even in those moments, Jesus has got his eyes upon you, preparing a burning bush experience that will change your life. Verse 2, and the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from the midst of a bush. So he looked, and behold, the bush was burning with fire. But the bush was not consumed. Then Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight. Why the bush does not burn. So when the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses, and he said, here I am. Then he said, do not draw near to this place. Take your sandals off your feet. For the place where you stand is holy ground. Family, Moses' biggest problem was he did not know God. He did not know the calling that God had placed upon his life and how he was supposed to serve God And serve the people of God. This is many of us. We know about God. We've heard about God. We've even seen God do things. But God wants us to experience Him for ourselves. Moses had an experience at this burning bush that changed his life forever. It is not good enough just to be busy with good things. There are many people doing good things. There are people that are not even Christians that are doing good things. Atheists doing good things. It is not what you are doing, but who you are doing it through or who is working through you when you are busy with things. Remember, when we worship the Lord, anybody can sing songs. But when the Holy Spirit is assisting you and helping you, That fire of God burning on the inside gives us the ability to worship him in spirit and in truth. Moses had a revelation that when he met with this fire, the burning bush, a revelation that it was the fire that makes us holy. It's the fire of God that changes our lives. The fire is in the bush. What does that mean? It means that God is on the inside of us. He had to give Moses this revelation. The fire of God is the thing that changes us. It's the fire of God that protects us, that keeps us, that works on the inside of us. When we refer to a church in the Bible, reference is given that it's a candle that God will light. Family, this message gives us hope. The product of being a Christian is that God takes ordinary people and he starts living on the inside of them, gives their lives meaning and significance. This is the light that came into this world, a world where there's darkness. Maybe right now where you find yourself, there's darkness pressing against you. Family, I want to assure you that that light on the inside will expel all shades of darkness. When you look at verse 5, then he said, Do not draw near to this place. Take your sandals off your feet, for the place where you stand it's holy ground. Moses had revelation that it is God who produces holiness. It's the fire of God on the inside of us that cleanses us. It is when we allow the light of this world, Jesus Christ, to start to shine into our hearts that it expels all shades of darkness in our lives. This gives us hope. Remember, those with a pure heart are those that will see God. Can you see the need for the light of God in your life? Can you see to allow the Holy Spirit to work in you and through you? Moses had an encounter with a burning bush. had an encounter with the fire of God, and it ignited something on the inside of him that gave him confidence, knowing that God has got his back. Remember, in Numbers 16, Korah came to Moses, rebelled against Moses said, we can do what you do. What did Moses say? He said, I want you to draw closer. I've had an encounter with a burning bush. You may have heard of that fire. You may have heard of that light. But I've experienced that light. That light has purified me on the inside. What did he say to Korah? He said, come. Bring your fire. Come and present it to the Lord. Let's see. Who is his? Let's see who is holy. Family Moses knew it had nothing to do with him. But he knew he had a fire on the inside that has made him holy. That gave him confidence. It's not what you do. Anybody can do things. But it's who's working through you. It's what you are doing in the power of the Holy Spirit or in your own strength. He had the revelation, Colossians 1 verse 27 teaches us, it's Christ on the inside of us, the hope of glory. I want to tell you, you have Christ on the inside of you. Moses met with Korah and he said, God will show us who is holy, who is his, who's working in their own strength, who's their own ability, and who is allowing God to work in them and through them. Remember the book of Zechariah teaches us, the Lord says, I will be a wall of fire around them and my name will be glorified within. Family, it's when you allow the fire of God to burn around you, it becomes your shield, it becomes your protection. Psalm 97 teaches us that a fire goes before us to burn up our enemies around and about. Remember Moses had this revelation when he was standing at the bush. The bush was burning but not being consumed. But any insect, anything that was in that bush was consumed by that fire. That fire of God will consume everything that is not of God in your life. While that fire was burning, no goat, no animal could get close to it to eat from it. That is the Lord's fire that goes before you to burn up your enemies round and about. It is this Christ on the inside, the spirit of Jesus the hope of glory, not just for yourself, but for the world out there. Remember, it was God who answered with fire that turned the whole nation back to him. In 1 Kings 18, we see Elijah coming and he's saying, how long will you falter between two opinions? Make a decision. Who will you serve? Will you serve God or will you serve Baal? And we see they did not answer. They did not give an opinion. Because in the back of their minds, they still wanted to keep that door open. It's not so bad to do all these things. But then the man of God, the prophet said, the God who answers with fire, he will be God. What did the people say? The people responded and they said, what you've said, you've spoken well. We agree with what you are saying. The God who answers with fire, is the one that we will serve. Family, God wants that light to shine into your life right now. We know the story how all the Baal prophets got together and they were cutting themselves and dancing and praying. Elisha came at the end and he restored the altar, placed the wood there, placed water on it, that it was impossible for the wood to burn. And he cried out to God. And the Lord answered with fire. And a whole nation is turned back to God. Family, this is what we need. The fire of holiness. The revival that we need is a revival where people will be aware of God's holiness. That God is sacred. Remember the Lord Jesus Christ. In Hebrews 1, he says that he's made us ministering flames. There's a fire that burns on the inside. Not only a fire on the inside, but there's a fire that God has placed upon us. These two fires should burn as one. Remember when the Holy Spirit was poured out, the people saw the fire upon them. The Holy Spirit working in them and through them. When you look at yourself, the gifts that are upon us, that's the fire It's always there. But the fire on the inside, that's Christ Jesus himself. The fire of your character of Christ Jesus must burn as one flame with the fire, the gifts of God upon you. When the fire upon you, the gifts upon you are greater than the fire on the inside. We don't have the character to be able to maintain that. But when this character, this fire burns right into it, you'll see the gift start to operate. The fire of God that has prepared a Moses to go in the confidence that he had in Christ Jesus, knowing he had an encounter with a burning bush, the fire. There's so many things that we can say about this light. Remember the ten virgins, they had lamps, fire, oil, speaking of the Holy Spirit, This is the need in the church right now. I'm not even touching on on 1 Samuel 3. Remember young Samuel, the Bible says, the lamp of the Lord had not gone out in the tabernacle. Family, while there's still light, there is hope. God will allow his light to shine. This light will expel all shades of darkness. It gives us as Christians a confidence that the Light expels darkness. It means the blessing is greater than the curse. God wants to allow that light, that fire that burned in the bush, no insect, no animal could be in it. It would be consumed. Whatever the enemy has intended for evil, that fire will consume it. In this world where we are working, walking every day and working, there's darkness pressing against us. But whatever darkness is coming against you, allow the light to expel it. Sometimes the enemy attaches some darkness to us. You make a mistake or you sin. You mess up. Family, this light, turn to it immediately. And when you say, Jesus, forgive me, that light will shine and remove all shades of darkness. This light that came from heaven, came into this world to be the light of all men. Anyone that wants to receive it, it can enter into your life. a matter of fact, it's available to everyone. A light that's not embarrassed about your darkness. Jesus is not embarrassed about your situation. This light came from heaven to expel all shades of darkness. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of 2 Corinthians 4. I'm reading from verse 4. Whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel. Family, the gospel that we are busy with is full of light. The light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. God wants His glory, the light of the gospel, to shine upon you. May He lift up His countenance, allow His face, His presence to shine upon you. Job 22 says the light of His favor will shine upon all your ways. Christ came to expel all shades of darkness in your life. For we do not preach ourselves but Christ Jesus the Lord and ourselves your bondservants for Jesus' sake. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness who has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory. God has allowed to shine the light of his glory, that fire that comes from heaven into your heart. John said, I'm baptizing you with water, but there's one coming after me that will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Paul said in Colossians 1.27, it is Christ, the hope of glory on the inside of you. Family, many people are praying for revival. But I want to submit to you and say that the fire of revival is on the inside of you already burning. You have to step out and allow your light To shine. Where people are experiencing darkness, go out and be that instrument of revival. Pray and say, Lord Jesus, use me as an instrument of revival. Help me, Lord, that my light that you've placed on the inside will shine and touch many lives. Family, this is the light of the gospel. The gospel that we are preaching is a gospel that should bring hope. Remember, Isaiah said in Isaiah 60, he says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. He says, there might be deep darkness that will cover the earth, but people will see God's glory upon you. It was this light and this fire on the inside of Jesus that empowered him to go about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil Family, this light, this glory is a light of hope. It's a fire of revival that's on the inside of you. Why don't you just step out and start sharing this light with people, the light of the gospel that brings hope. I want to close with Psalm 19. If you read, you'll see Psalm 19, a prayer of Moses, the man of God. The man who had an encounter with a burning bush. the man that knew he couldn't do anything to be holy but it was that fire on the inside that makes us holy. It's not our ability but his ability. His strength working in us and through us. Moses prayed and he said and let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us. Family listen to me. When we work with people, when we share the gospel, when you're bringing hope in a dying world. Let people see the beauty of the Lord our God upon us and establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. What we've been going through in this time and season, may God allow his beauty to be upon you. May he help you, like Moses said. Lord, establish the work of our hands. That what you've been busy with. God is not finished with what he has started. Family, as I was reading Psalm 90 and I was meditating upon this verse 17, I automatically had to go and read Psalm 91, and we all know Psalm 91 so well. And as I was reading, I was just looking, who wrote this again? Because I always... Thought it was David. But I was saying to myself, if Moses wrote Psalm 90, what if he wrote Psalm 91? His experience with the burning bush would make a lot of sense. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the almighty i will say of the lord he is my refuge and my fortress my god in whom i will trust remember he goes on he says i will not be afraid of the terror by night the pestilence the destruction those falling next to me to the left or to the right that sounds like the plagues that he saw but he had an experience with a burning bush he could go to pharaoh He could go to the Egyptians in the power and the might of the gospel, the light of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. He could say to Pharaoh, God has spoken. He said, let my people go. And this fire had given him a confidence because he knew he had the backing of heaven. The light of the gospel had gone before him. He was the one when he had to go into the promised land. He said, Lord, I'm not moving into the promised land unless your presence has gone before me. How did God honor him in moving him? He gave him the cloud by day, the fire by night. Family, that was actually a fire burning the whole time. But at night, you just couldn't see the fire. Moses knew that experiencing God was not just a once-off thing where you meet with a burning bush, but he knew you could be under that fire the whole time. He who abides in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He had revelation. He had an encounter with a burning bush. From that moment on, He allowed that fire to burn on the inside. Ask God once again to ignite this fire on the inside. Family, the bush experience. If you truly want God to use you, allow Him to fill you with your presence. Can you see the need to be in a living church? Can you see the need to pray every day? Spirit of the living God, fall afresh upon me. Baptize me with the Holy Spirit and with fire. God wants you to understand. God wants you to experience. God wants you to know that he's the light of the world. Whatever darkness you are finding yourself in, allow that light to enter into your life. When that light enters into your life, it will expel all shades of darkness. He who knew no sin Became sin. He only knew light allowed your darkness to be upon him so that his light can be in you, through you, so that you can walk wherever you go knowing that the fire of God goes before you. That fire will burn up your enemies round and about knowing that that fire burns around you, a fire of holiness, so that God's name can be glorified in you and through you. I want you to embrace the light of the gospel and to let that light shine to bring hope to all of those around you. Siela. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ, loving God, loving people.